Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. I'm your host, James Dillard. With me, as always, my co-host, Coach Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? I'm good, good. Just another Sunday, gloomy Sunday, even though the sun was out today. <laughs> yeah, it was a very nice day indeed. Bailey, this is our 50th show this calendar year. What? So we, yeah, so uh, you and I weren't the only things to hit 50 this year. But uh, speaking of, we have a great show today. Uh, we're going to be a, as positive as the integers on the right side of zero. A little bit of math joke there. Clemson did not lose in regulation. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. And there were some other upsets, though. That's, that's sometimes that's fun. Uh, there's nothing to upset, be upset about viewing the game between the pool and the fire at Bayless House. That was cool. And there are plenty of other fun games to talk about from this weekend. And uh, we got a little very special ending. So, But first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and on all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans. And don't forget to pick up your game day food at Ruben's Sports Spirits and Catering, the best wings around with two locations in the upstate. In Greer on 1083 Batesville Road, I've been to that location. And 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont, I've also been to that location. Find them at rubensc.com. Rubens is simply a great place to eat for all sports fans. And we had only a few less TVs going last night than Rubens. Yeah. Yeah, we had a had a pretty good setup. We'll talk about that more in a minute. But let's get to the game. Obviously, Clemson dropped its second overtime game to a team from Florida in the same school year. I don't know, same football season. Not sure how often that has happened. But uh, you know what? It was kind of odd. At the end of that game, it, it was it was an odd feeling of, like, why we lost the game. Okay, so we talk about some things. In my opinion, there are two things that, that lost the game for us, and the second one is more than just one big thing. It was basically the fourth quarter. We lost the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 10-0 in the fourth quarter. We were winning the game by 10 points, double digits, and and lost the fourth quarter. So I don't know, maybe maybe they need the hype video to play when they're on the road or something. And that's that's a that was key. And really, people forget because it happened so early in the game, but that fumble going into the end zone that seems to be some kind of thing going on, uh, unfortunately, for Clemson this football season. I mean, you, you just don't know about what's going to happen with momentum and the next plays and all this kind of stuff. And obviously, that's seven points. You know, that those two things in my opinion. Other than that, we didn't run the ball. We only – our running backs only got like 40-something yards between the two of them. But Moffa only carried the ball five times, but I didn't get the impression we were trying to run the ball. We still had almost 400 yards of offense. Uh, so I just, I just don't, I, they, you were saying it while we were watching the game. Miami's players were just, they were playing better. They, they, those are really good athletes. They were flying around the place, they were making plays, and they played really, we get everybody's A game. Right, and they they played really really well. When you fumble going into the end zone, when this team's all hype, you're playing right into what they've told themselves all week. That's why I say that's so important 
even though it was at the beginning of the game. And no one play wins or loses game. But you, you're playing right into the hype they've had to tell themselves all week long about how we're going, you know, you know, they can beat Clemson and da 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 and just plays right into their into their game plan. But yeah, I mean <clears throat> the fourth quarter, you know, they made more plays than we did. I, I don't, you know, when the game was over, if, once you get into overtime, it's a coin toss, you know? So, yeah, and, and I mean, you, everybody is going to talk about one play yeah. in overtime. Okay, we know it's been said already. He was supposed to hand the ball off. All right? Dabo said it. It's all over Twitter. It was a called run play. Right. So, so the quarterback did a little ad-libbing. Yeah. All right? And I'm just telling you, and I'm I'm gonna try to stay positive. There needs to be, a, there needs to be some some seat time if you're not gonna do what we tell you to. Do. Oh well, I mean, and to you know, you and I are both coaches, and that's not. And we talked about this ever, ever since last year we started this podcast. That's not negative. You're still teaching these kids. All of them are young. We 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 give them a pass because of how young they are a lot of times, but at the same time, they still need to be coached. And, you know, some time on the sideline is coaching. And I said that for the two years that DJ was out there, when he would get into a funk, he needed to sit out for a series and watch and listen and have somebody in his ear, not yelling at him, coaching him. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I, yeah, Cade, yeah, he, he needs some uh, he needs some quality – time with the coaches so wow. if that were to happen it, and it look so we we had a play where he made a bad read earlier in the year that's gonna happen and then he had a play last night where he decided he was gonna try to keep it mm-hmm. and that shouldn't happen if that happens early in the game i just i just if i'm the coach i just pull him out and say you need to think about what you just did yeah just just watch the game for a little bit now Enough said on that. Um, yeah. I, my take on it is we got worn down. It was really hot. Uh, it's been really nice up in the upstate for a couple of weeks. And then you, your body kind of gets out of condition to playing in humid, hot conditions. And they wore us down, period. Trust. They were able to run the ball. And that made made them able to throw it when they needed to. Yeah. And we, we talked about this, too, and we've said it all year. We are extremely young. If you look at the teams that are doing really well, they've got veteran players all across the board. You know, obviously every team has some young players. But we our quarterback is a first-year starter, so, true sophomore. Our our backfield is the, are the only veteran folks, um, and they're making youthful mistakes. Our defense is extremely young. Mm-hmm. So – Except for the linebackers, but the two best defensive linemen last night were true freshmen. Yeah, and the um, our receiving core, pretty much yep. the entire receiving uh, room. Those those guys are really really young. So we, you know, I would say Brenningstool had a great game. Had a great, uh, and, yeah. And that's that's what Davo's been talking about for for a year or two. That he's just a he's a dude, you know. Yeah. Uh, but and Antonio Williams, unfortunately turned his ankle hurt again, again or did something, yeah. got hurt again, and you saw what he could do. Yeah. Um, and then Cole Turner's out for the year. So you got guys that you were counting on that are not there. Um, 
And so I, I'm not. Hey, I'm and the not, young guys I'm are stepping up. About losing, you know, yeah. I'm not, it's going to pay off in the long run. Okay, Without people, a doubt. People only see short-term results. We know that. We That's live right. in a microwave world. You want your That's food right. done. Welcome. That's right. So the sky is not falling. Mm-mm. And Beautiful you know, day today. Beautiful day today. The ACC, and now we'll say this is it's, it's ironic if that's the right word. We talk about how we needed some help to stay in the hunt to get a chance at the ACC title game. And, of course, we needed to win out, and we didn't. But And on the night that we didn't, the Virginia Cavaliers beat the North Carolina Tar Heels. Unbelievable. Congratulations, Tony Elliott. Big time. Um, I, I feel a connection to Virginia because of, well, one, former Clemson players playing for them, yeah. two, former Clemson coaches, and then my, my first cousin's wife went to uh, school there and her son went to school there. So we have this little family thread where we talk about the Cavaliers, mainly during basketball season. Yeah. Um, but um, congratulations to them. And then, um, you know, Duke hung in there for a while too. Duke hung in there for a while, and let me. And you're the stat guy, and I. But I heard this. That was Virginia's first road conference win in program history. That can't be right. Is that right? No, no. It was the. It was the first time a one in five team had beat a top ten team on the road since 1961. Maybe something like that. So. Okay, anyway, that's that's a long time ago. That that is a long time ago. Very, very long time. But yeah, uh FSU outlasted Duke. Speaking of, I mean, just kind of wearing them down, I guess. FSU's for real. Man, People, Duke's good too. And Duke's good. <laughs> Duke is really good. And FSU is legit. They got some players, they know how to make some plays, and and they got it done. That's just the only way there is to it. So some other fun games of the weekend. I'm just going to be completely honest. A lot of games didn't help us out with a lot of fun material over the weekend. The what is what was the big game, and it was a big game, was Penn State versus Ohio State. But honestly, from a generic college football fan <sighs> standpoint, it was a uh, you know typical Glad big that wasn't tonight. I'd have been taking a nap. Man, that yeah, that was. You know, congratulations to the Buckeyes and all, but uh, now I will say this: if you, you we saw the end of the Iowa game, and they called a fair catch signal, and someone on Twitter today had pointed out four other times they missed <laughs> fair catch signals in the same game that were more dramatic than what he just than what he did on that punt return. I think. <laughs> I think they got shafted. In just my personal opinion, the Iowa coach in the press conference afterwards, this is what he said. And if this is true, they definitely got shafted. He says it's one of those things, and you've done it before. You meet with the referees before the game, and they point out that a fair catch is a hand above the head. And that kid's hand, it wasn't even above his shoulder. It almost it was, looked like he was waving people away from it. Uh, something, but it but anyway. definitely – did not look like a fair catch. That made the end, end of that game exciting. And now the Utah-Southern uh, Cal game was a fun game to watch. That was a little bit of back and forth, and it was tight at the end and came down to a last-minute field goal. So congratulations. Walk-on quarterback with the scramble to get him right. in the field goal position, and then he made it. Yeah, to the Utes. Congrats to the, the Utes. 
over the Trojans. Did you hear what the Utah coach said? Uh, well, you he tell said, me. What... He said, well, they've got a Heisman Trophy yeah. guy playing quarterback. We've got a pig farmer pig playing farmer. quarterback. We love yeah. our guy, too. <laughs> I thought yeah, that, that was cool. funny. Straight off the couch. That's right. All right. And then, honestly, so the last game we'll talk about then, and this was fun to watch if you're a Missouri fan, uh, but, you know, we, we always talk about our friends down the road, and they didn't play very well. I mean, let's just be honest. And that, I'm being – not biased Clemson guy. I think even the Carolina fans, they should have done a little bit better. Mizzou's pretty good and all, but. Mm. Well, I play golf a lot on Sundays with a group of Carolina fans, with Clemson guys. One guy likes uh, North Carolina, like two guys like North Carolina. There was no discussion of college football this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are we getting our kids for Christmas type right. stuff? So anyway, I, you know, I think the Gamecocks just need a little bit of energy. Maybe they need to scan this QR code or go to w.gg, enter promo code FUNFANS for 10% off of your non-jittery energy powder mix. It's good stuff. Very refreshing. Any other games, Bailey? I believe that's enough for football games. Yeah, I, I would um... – No, I can't think of any right off the top of my head. It was all right. one of those days. Well, being part of – okay, so Bailey and I never claim to be part of the media, even though we, I think we kind of are. We're more we, – we're entertainment with a sports media foundation. So we're – but we're going to do one thing that media talking heads do. We're going we're gonna to beat the college football committee to some rankings. And in true fun, fast – fun fan form we're going to start with something besides football teams first my research hey, let, guy, let me let me let me do this first hey last wednesday i made a comment about Dabo reaching uh the win total way faster than frank howard and mm -hmm. he only and someone out there and we thank you for your for listening pointed out that that yes in fact that did happen but the acc was only like 17 years versus 14 and a half for Dabo. So thank you for pointing that out. I apologize for the mistake. Well, I mean, but no, yeah, we all now, let's go aware, to the fun stuff. We're aware that the seasons were shorter back then and stuff, but so either way. Yeah. So, and this is kind of weird the way this happened. I'm watching a game and it was one of those during the week games. And you could see on the backside of the stadium, there was a taco bell like right there. And it was like nine 30 on the, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever night it was, and it was like it was empty. And I remember having a conversation with my daughter about, look at there, how in the world is a Taco Bell like there's nobody there at nine thirty right at a at a college football game? And then, you know, I guess it's just mental telepathy. My research guy, Coach Bailey Jackson, sends me the FBS school rankings by walking distance from the stadium to the nearest Taco Bell. So if you're if you're listening to audio only, you can't see this graphic, but you need to check it out. I might post it with the with the podcast Spotify part and everything. But this this is how close Taco Bell is a top 14 list. And we won't go through the whole thing, but look how close the Taco Bell is to Tulsa. That's Yeah, there's a couple ACC schools in there. There's a couple. And a Point. new one, Cal. Yeah. Four, so so Cal is at number six at four tenths of a mile. 
going to number one, that is two one hundredths of a mile. So just to put that in perspective for folks that may not have a good understanding of decimals and stuff, that is approximately 106 feet. That's in the stadium or right outside. It's literally a third of the football field away from the stadium to get from the stadium to the Taco Bell. I mean, that, how is that not – How? why are we just now finding this out? So the, the first ACC team, the number three team in the country is Pitt at two-tenths of a mile from the stadium. And, and Alabama's – are they on every top something list? Look at Alabama. Yeah. Well, I mean, every one of them on that list is within a half mile. So enjoy some Taco Bell if you go to a game at one of those places. Yeah. All right, so that's fun. I appreciate Bailey sharing that, and it was just complete coincidence that my daughter and I were talking about that. All right, so we're going to give our we're going to give our top six. We're going to beat the the committee to it, and just a real quick explanation because this is what everybody wonders. I am going to predict as if the season was over right now, and I were I was putting the teams who would be the four in and the the first two out. As if, and that's me. This is my opinion. I'm not trying to predict what the committee is going to say in a week or so when they come out. I'm not trying to predict who's going to be in the playoffs come December. That's not what I'm doing. The way I'm doing my poll right now is who would be in if the season were over was over right now. This is just me, my opinion. We'll get Bailey's and then we'll compare a little bit. Number six, I got I got Ohio State at six, and I don't have a graphic for this, but it'll be fine. I have Oklahoma at five, I have Washington at four, Michigan at three, FSU at two, and Georgia at one. So in the playoffs will be Georgia versus Washington, one and four and FSU versus Michigan, two and three, and then Oklahoma, Ohio State. They matched those up, right, the five and six? Yeah, I think so. So so they would be the first two out in my poll. And, I mean, I ain't going to sit here and defend all that. That's just what I think from what I've seen and what these guys have done on the field. What you got, Bailey? I'll go Oklahoma six because they almost got beat by Central Florida. <laughs> yeah. um, and I have it written down over here, but – I think maybe Ohio State is you. You have them six, and I probably have uh, Washington five, Ohio State four, FSU three, Michigan two, Georgia one, and then if it were Michigan Ohio State, the loser of that game goes is out. Right. I, I, but I would give a shout out. I was going to put Air Force. They're undefeated, and James Madison. They're undefeated. Um, but shout out to those teams, even though we know they'll never get to the top four. Right. Bless their hearts. All right. So our top four was similar other than I think you had Ohio state in and Washington out and the, they were Michigan and FSU were flip flopped, but really the playoffs would only be different by one team. So right. that's pretty good. And obviously Michigan, Ohio state will play. So we'll see and all this kind of stuff, but that's why I'm saying as of right now, if hypothetically, if the season were over, and we'll see how that compares. We'll, we'll maybe get that on a graphic or something and put it up sometime soon. All right. On to one of our favorite segments, the fun, not fun fan experiences of the weekend. Okay. A fun experience is being able to go to South Beach to attend a Clemson away game as a student, especially if you're part of like the cheer squad or the band or something like, like Bailey's daughter Katie was a part of. So that's those kind of things are really cool. I was in the band for a couple of years going to bowl games and stuff. And we never got to go to Miami, 
Uh, but I'm sure that was a great experience, and and hopefully it was a great trip for those kids, yeah, even though we lost at the end. What's not fun is when your dining situation prevents you from using your per diem card. Yeah. Not fun. Not and fun for dad. your dad <laughs> is like a constant Venmo person back in <laughs> – Dad, my, my per diem card's not doing this, not doing yeah. that. Can you send me some more money? Keep going. There's got to be a way to uh, have those kids be able to sit down at dinner and still use their per diem card. All right. So fun, fun. This was fun. Watching three games at a time outside by a fire. It was great setup. Bailey had two screens and also a projector on a, well, projecting screen that ended up being, that's probably 40, 50 something inch type deal once it got up on the screen. So that was great. Uh, not fun was the way my clothes smelled the next day because the fire. Which yeah, we I was had a wind direction problem. I was, <laughs> I was completely prepared for that, uh, I, you know. But that's who that stuff. I, I can, yeah, we just had we had a bad wind yesterday. <laughs> it smelled up the whole bottom mm-hmm. uh, of the place. All right, fun upsets. You know, upsets are fun to your generic. If you're watching a game and you don't have a dog in the fight, you're pulling for the underdog. I right? always pull for the underdog. Yeah, and the University of Virginia campus, they will be lo- loving it. They're going to be partying all week long because of that upset, but not fun is being on the losing side of the upset like the Tigers were. So, anyway, all right, so that's our fun, not fun segment. All right, I got one more not fun. Let's do it. Okay, announcers. <laughs> I realize that the transfer portal is a thing. Okay, and we're we're gonna deal with it. But please stop announcing players that play for let's say Miami or any other team as running back transfer from so and so. Okay, he's no longer part of that school. Yeah. He's on that team. He's just a running back or receiver. Stop saying transfer from this place. I messed up. I meant to, I, you know, and if I don't write something, that's why I write stuff down. I meant to introduce you as uh, my co-host, Coach Bailey Jackson, transfer from Fort Mill High School or something like that. But, but I'm yeah. not leaving. I'll be back in two seconds. Yeah, that that gets a little bit old, uh, announcer guys. We we appreciate where the kids are now, and at this point, we don't need to hear where they transferred from every single time you call their name or number. All right, so. One final shout out to Bailey and his hospitality, Jay as well. It was a great time uh, last night in the city with love in the middle. Uh, we're going to be coming back this Wednesday night at 8.30 with our midweek special, and we're going to preview Clemson's game against NC State. Hey, shout out to the C-Dub. Which Are is they- 2 p.m. 2 p.m. on the C-Dub, and they've got the ref cams. Is that like a new th- – we're going to have to do our own Listen, little ref. Listen, man, we talked about it early, early in the season. You have to keep winning or you're going to end up on a CW game. Yeah. So, a 2 o'clock CW game. Well, a 2 o'clock CW game is fine. I just, listen, I, if we end up with one of them 11 a.m. CW games, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about that. But, uh, well, i tell you what I feel good about, some diamond etch products. That's right. They have mastered a diamond laser engraving process where they put almost any design on items such as license plates, yard signs and look on your screen if you're watching this water bottles and i've got some of it it's high quality stuff okay email jalen j-a-y-l-i-n at diamondedgeproducts.com for more information 
And don't forget that Diamond Edge Products is now an official partner with Clemson University. So you can get all that good Clemson stuff. That's right. Email Jalen. Awesome. So thanks again for checking us out each and every week. Don't forget to click subscribe uh, on the Fun Fan Podcast YouTube channel. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. It was our 50th show. And it was the sky is not falling and it's time for the special ending. I found some Listen up, Clemson. And show your support for the team. If any time the players need, I gotta turn. Hang on, turn it up. A bit. Yeah, if there's any time the team needed you to be there in that stadium, it's the rest of this season. We've got Notre Dame coming to town. We got the Textile Bowl coming up on Saturday. We have Military Appreciation Day, and those Tar Heels are coming. And you know what? We're going to round out the season with a victory against those Gamecocks. So, Clemson fans, you just turn your hat around backwards, suck it up, put another plug of tobacco in, and find your spit tune nearby, and show up and show out and scream as loud as you've ever screamed before at a football game, and you just tell them, go Tigers. And you tell them the fun fan sent you. All right, yeah, that was pretty. That turned out better than I thought. We had to clip that or something else, but I mean it. I mean it. I mean every word. They might put it on the jumbotron. <laughs> Don't have me doing speeches. All right, we'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us on show, social media and share. Archive shows can be found on thefanboys.com. On behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast, J Thrill Entertainment, the Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network, and Bailey Jackson, go Tigers! Thanks for listening.